Hey friend, I'm Aristasia. Welcome to Passion and Potential Podcast. I'm a creative business owner that followed my heart, learned some things the hard way, and created a passionate career for myself. At 22 years old, I quit my marketing job to start my business in a new city with no friends, no experience, and a whole lot of emotional baggage. I'm using the lessons I've learned in life and business to inspire you to embrace your passions, discover your full potential, and chase your dreams in life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi friend, welcome to the show. All right, so today I'll be sharing four mindsets I had to learn when opening a business. (laughs) It was kind of essential because once again, like I say in a lot of my episodes, I learned things the hard way. (laughs) So when I adopted these mindsets into my life and in my career, things made a little more sense. And they got a little bit easier and they just overall allowed me to be a more confident business owner, a more focused business owner, a business owner that was working on mindset. (laughs) All in all, very good stuff I've got for you today. So let's jump right in. Number one, people will not inherently respect you. But here's the thing. It is up to you to respect yourself enough to not allow that to hinder you or keep you from chasing your passions. So to give a little bit of context, (laughs) this is a lesson in mindset that I feel like it took a little bit to adopt. Um, When I first started my career, I was very young. I was also a female that was very young and a female that looked very young. (laughs) I probably looked like I was 17 years old. Now, add in the fact that also, (laughs) at this point in time, society wasn't exactly as accepting of artistic or creative careers. So when people would ask me what I do for a living, I would say, I'm a photographer. And their response was often, no, what's your real job? (laughs) No, I meant the job that makes you money. Or, oh, so you're a starving artist. Good luck in life. I'm not making this up, friends. Like, like, these are literal things people would say to my face. So yeah, I of course would feel a little offended or triggered. I remember one time I was literally at an ex-boyfriend's family dinner and his uncle straight up said that I should get a real job and called me a starving artist in front of everyone. Now here's the thing. That was going to happen. It is still going to happen in one shape or form. At the end of the day, people are going to offend you, they're going to be unkind, and they sometimes just might literally downright disrespect you. But it was up to me to respect myself enough and believe in myself enough that it didn't matter what they thought of me. If I allowed their opinions, especially their unwarranted opinions, no thank you, (laughs) to hinder me from pushing forward, I am doing myself a disservice and I'm disrespecting my own self-worth and my own capabilities to follow my passions. So I remember a point in time telling myself that I really need to thicken my skin. Like, I gotta grow thicker skin, oh my gosh. And I needed to not allow comments like that to, to hinder me or to impact my mindset 
I just need to let them bounce right off me. Now, granted, I did a few things to kind of help with that process because building a thick skin is, that's not something that's going to happen overnight, especially if you are a, a sensitive person like me or you're a people pleaser, you hate rejection, whatever. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. So some, uh, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, comments like that did still sting a little. Um, so I would do like little things that would maybe help with that process. And sometimes that looked like adjusting the wording of how I spoke about myself. So instead of saying, I'm just a photographer or I'm a photographer, plain and simple, I would say, I'm a full-time business owner. I own Aristasia Photography. Or I'm a full-time photographer. I opened my business X amount of years ago. Something along those lines. Did this help? Eh, sometimes. Sometimes people are just still rude. <laughs> they, I, I'm pretty sure people are still like that today, but it's obviously not as often because I don't think I'm as young or look as young or maybe society's just more accepting now. But um, so it helped sometimes. Sometimes it didn't. But I do think that talking about myself with confidence also translated into growing that confidence and now allowing and not allowing other people's opinions or disrespect to affect me. Because at the end of the day, you've got to respect yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. People are going to be mean. It is what it is. But instill a mindset of confidence where it doesn't matter. Is it rude? Do I wish I could change it? Of course. But you've got to have that respect for yourself first. Okay, moving on to number two. It is none of your business what other people are doing. So let's go and think about that. We are in a big, big world filled with a lot of people. And I've heard people say over and over and over, photography industry is saturated. There's too many photographers. There's amateur photographers, da, 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 whatever. If you are constantly analyzing what other people are doing, you're taking the focus off of what you should and could be doing. I don't care if you have 80 billion photographers in your city and it is saturated and everybody owns a camera. It doesn't matter. The more you focus on is this is photographer here and that one's there and you're not focusing on you. You're not focusing on your business, your brand, or your clients. You're focusing on other people. It's none of your business. It's irrelevant. <laughs> so you really have to remind yourself at the end of the day it doesn't matter. Think of that one picture that was virally going around Facebook a few years ago. It's a picture of like a bread aisle and it goes on to say something like, if you ever think you can't make it or if you ever think you can't make a business because there's too many other people out there, keep in mind that there's hundreds of bread options in a, brand, in a bread aisle, yet you will probably always pick the same one that is your favorite. Something along those lines. I think I really messed that up. But you get the idea. Focus on your bread. How you can make it the best for your business and your clients and not everyone else's bread. What is that going to do? Become the bread that you are most proud of and that your clients are most happy with. Doesn't matter. So if you have a bunch of photographers or creatives or whatever it is in your industry, if your industry is saturated, it's really none of your business. Focus on you. Think of everything you can do because it's a big world and it's going to happen. So be the bread that everyone wants. 
<laughs> I'm literally just picturing bread now. All right. So yes, number two, it's none of your business what other people are doing. Number three, it's not personal if someone doesn't book you. So if you're someone who hates rejection and you're sensitive to it, then of course you might take it personal if someone does not end up hiring you. I was one of those people. <laughs> I would take it personal and I would question my own worth and I would kind of like get in spiral into this self-doubt mindset. You get it. I had to adopt the mindset that it's not personal if someone doesn't book me. So what you have to keep in mind is you never know someone's life. You don't know their situations. You don't know their thoughts. You don't know unless they directly tell you. So if someone just doesn't book you and they just say, hey, well, I went in a different direction or they ghost you, whatever it is, well, they might not book you for 10 billion reasons and it, has, it could have nothing to do with your abilities or your skills. They could choose to hire someone because they just vibed with them better or because they liked their editing or because they have a mutual friend who referred that person and they're like, hey, my friend's friends with so-and-so, um, I think I'll book them. The list goes on and on. But you have to force your mind to not go into that dark place of, I'm awful, I'm terrible, I'm a failure. They didn't bug me, I'm giving up. Because sometimes it's not personal. Move on, keep moving forward, focus on the clients you do have now and the future ones you're going to get or want to get. If you are allowing rejection to be the thing that demotivates you and sets you backwards, you are not looking forward. You are not thinking of what you can do with what you currently have and how to make it the best, how to make it better. You're allowing just rejection to hinder you. And, and what's that going to do for you? It's not personal. It's not. They probably have a lot of other things going on in their life. So focus on your life, your business, your brand. <laughs> okay, number three, community over competition. So... Yes, you hear this a lot, I'm sure. If you're listening to this podcast in 2022, you're like, okay, Anastasia, um, we always talk about community over competition. But when I first started out, that phrase was not as popular as it is today. In fact, it wasn't until years into opening my business that I started hearing people talk about this concept regularly. So of course, there was a lot of that almost, my competition is my enemy mindset going around and especially in the photography community. Photographers can be brutal, y'all scare me. <laughs> so this kind of like never sat well with me. I'm not really someone who likes to feed off of negativity or competition. Um, I don't really like drama, I hate cattiness. I'd rather be someone's friend than find reasons to dislike them. So instead of um, thinking like, how can I change this? I would just avoid it. So I would avoid photographer networking groups like they were going to be a plague or something. Like I just would not go to them. <laughs> I would avoid online forums where there was a chance that a photographer wouldn't have this, you know, community mindset or that a photographer could be catty or unkind to me. Um, but eventually I did learn that if I wanted to adopt this mindset of community and get rid of that toxic you know, competitive mindset where you're my enemy, 
Well, I needed to set that example and I needed to adopt that into my life instead of avoiding it. So some ways I did that was simple things like I would just compliment or support other photographers regardless of what I would receive in return, regardless of the fear of rejection. I would just be kind. Um, you know, if I was out to dinner and someone's like, oh, so-and-so is also a photographer, I would ask them questions about their business and what kind of photography they like to do. And I would just try and be supportive because maybe this person also wanted more of a community aspect in their life, but maybe they also were dealt an unkind hand in the past and they were scared. So I had to kind of set that example and be the support I wish I had. I would host networking events that focused on kindness and community rather than this person works in my field, they're my enemy. So I would just try and get people together. I would give referrals to other photographers that I felt were a good fit for a job. Um, whether it's that I didn't want it or I didn't have availability for it. I said, hey, you're not my enemy. I obviously didn't say that out loud to them, but mindset was, they're not my enemy. I could give them business and we're all helping each other now. Love it. So yeah, by avoiding it, I wasn't helping the cause. I was just turning my head the other way. And that kind of left me feeling lonely and, and a little bit like, I don't know, like an outsider in the industry. But by facing this community over competition mindset, I was able to instill it into my own circles, my own community, and my overall photographer presence, whether it be in person or through social media. You have to set that example if that's, if that's what you want to receive from other people. You have to be it too. So that is number four. Instilling community over competition into my life and actively being that in my life and in my career. Alrighty, so there are my four mindsets I had to learn when opening my business. To recap, one, people will not inherently respect you, but you need to respect you. <laughs> and don't allow disrespect to hinder you from chasing your passion. Two, it's none of your business what other people are doing. It does not matter if your industry is saturated. You do you, you focus on you. Three, it's not always personal if someone doesn't book you. Sometimes there's more to the story. Focus on what you can do for your clients and to be the best, best version in your business that you can be. Four, understand community over competition. Don't get sucked up in the idea that someone in your industry is your enemy. Embrace that community and find ways to support each other and make friends with these people. You can really make a beautiful community. All in all, I hope these tips helped you if they did. Share them with a friend, share it on social media. That would help me wonderfully. The best thing you could do is share this with a friend that you think would gain something from this episode. You can find me on Instagram at Aristasia, at A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. -A -A, and you can join my Facebook group, Passion and Potential. We do motivation, monthly challenges, monthly meetups, etc. And that being said, till next time, my friends.